Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, 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 Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And today we have a very special program for you, for all you China haters. And and the whole thing on drugs, medicine, vaccines, and the corona crisis. And uh, so it's going to be a very interesting show. We have a very special guest today. Kim, you want to introduce her? Yes, our guest, uh, she's quite the advocate, and she has been making waves, and things are happening as a result of Rosemary Gibson. She's a national authority on healthcare reform, uh, Medicare, patient safety, and the overtreatment in in uh, medicine and she has been an advocate to get generic drugs which i was not aware of that all all drugs generic drugs are all produced overseas primarily china and india we don't even produce aspirin here so she's been an advocate to bring the the generic drug making back to the u.s and not be dependent on china and india because when pandemics hit what happens um, we're, we're now very, very dependent on other countries and not ourselves. So, Rosemary, uh, welcome to the show. You are also the author of the book China Rx, Exposing the Risks of America's Dependence on China for Medicine. Welcome to the program, and thank you so much for the work you're doing. Oh, Kim and Robert, thank you so much for having me and to share this really important information with uh, your viewers and listeners. This affects all of us. So, Rosemary, would you just talk about giving us your background and how did you become such an advocate and a, almost a whistleblower on this whole subject? Because you've been on it for years now. So, what's your background? How'd you get on it? Yeah, I've worked in the healthcare uh, space for a long time, and I spent a number of years at a a foundation in New Jersey, the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation, and I led a national effort to put palliative care in the nation's hospitals. And we've done that. When we started, there were hardly any, and now there's about 1,800 hospitals with something called palliative care. What is yeah, that? Yeah, my mom just went through that. Uh, palliative care is when you have a serious illness, um, this is about providing supportive care. It's uh, pain management, having your wishes known and honored, and it's care that's provided in hospices, but this is not always end-of-life care. It can be care with just really seriously ill people, say, undergoing cancer treatment. So I like to solve real problems for people. And your professional background is what? Are you a doctor or a nurse? or? I have a degree from London School of Economics and uh, a bachelor's from uh, Georgetown University. I have a good journalist background. That was really helpful in the next, I've written a number of books on healthcare. And that general background was really helpful in writing China Rx, exposing the risks of our dependence. London School of Economics is where my favorite economist went, Mick Jagger. Anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have, there's been a lot of people, a former uh, Federal Reserve uh, chairman has been there, a lot of folks. And so I was looking to write another book, and I've never looked at China. It has beautiful history and ancient culture. 
And I just stumbled on this subject. I kept digging and digging and I said, nobody knows this. And this is a huge risk. So what what don't people know? Because this was news to me as well. What what did you find out, Rosemary? Uh, Kim, we can no longer make penicillin anymore. We cannot make the other antibiotics that you give to your children or grandchildren for ear infections. We can't make the antibiotics you need for pneumonia, strep throat, sepsis. Why is that? We can't make the last resort. We can't make. Why is that? Is it because we're not allowed to or we can't do it? Or we're not doing it. Yeah, it, in China RX, I go through what I call the penicillin, China's penicillin cartel. And it's an incredible story that shows the playbook. And I have data from industry, from European industry folks who are much more open and transparent and helped me. So is it is it yeah. that we can't, we don't, or we're not allowed to? What, what is the difference there? U.S., I mean. Uh, China came in and undercut all the producers in the United States, our last plant closed in 2004. And that's when China's cartel dumped it on the global market that year and kept it low for several years. That's like what they do with steel and things like that. And they've done the same thing with the core components for our medicines. That's where they have the chokehold. It's not yet the tablets and pills we take. It's the chemicals, the raw materials to make it. They've got global control over that. So what's your concern about us losing our manufacturing capacity, capabilities or factories? Well, let's take this coronavirus situation. You have a lot of you know, very sick people and they need basic medicines. They need sedatives, they need antibiotics if they get a you know, secondary infection, they need medicines to raise your blood pressure, so much more. These are bread and butter things to make our health systems function. So is your concern that China is either producing inferior drugs or that they may cut us off? It's both a supply and quality problem. So think of it, you've got more than 100 countries with coronavirus, a lot of sick people out there, and we all need the same drugs. And they all come from the chemicals to make them. They all largely come from China. Wow. Well, that's and that's interesting, too, since that's where the coronavirus seems to have started was in China. Um, and that, so at any moment, they could just say, hey, uh, you play by our rules or we're not going to give you drugs. Well, they've already threatened that. They have said it publicly. During the, in the middle of the pandemic, they said to the United States, we can cut you off. And that was in China. And they threatened this uh, 12 years ago to cut off medicine. So it's not new. What specifically did and how did they threaten you? Yeah, two months ago, they issued a statement in their state-run media that said that we can uh, cut off your supply of medicines and throw Americans in a sea of coronavirus. Jeez. That's in their state-run newspaper. Wow. And, and we're seeing right now, we're seeing a preview of what biowarfare could look like. I would say so. And if you control the antidotes, the medicines and the personal protective gear, that puts you in a really powerful position. And it puts us and the rest of the world at incredible risk. And look, and talk about quality. You mentioned quality, Robert. Look at those testing kits that China sent a million to the US. About 4 million they sent to the UK and they were giving inaccurate results. They sent us masks that didn't protect people. So is it intentional or poor quality control? Well, I'll say this, if we're all honest, decent business people, assuming we are, and I sell you product that 
turns out not to be really protecting you from transmission of a disease that could kill you. And I keep selling it. I don't go back and fix it and say, oh my goodness, I feel terrible. Okay. I keep selling this stuff. Okay. That's not an accident. And you know, uh, in 2007 and eight, hundreds and hundreds of Americans died from contaminated blood thinner that China sent to us. But would, is there any recourse that would do anything? Nobody goes to jail, no apology. So we're just dependent upon them. We're at their mercy, basically. Regret we are, and you know, one of the sh uh, big shocks that I, I had many shocks when re working on China RX. You know, India is a, a very large generic drug maker, largest in the world. So you think, well, if we can buy it from India, we're okay. It's an alternative. But we found out during the coronavirus is that India depends on China. <laughs> for 69% of those core chemicals oh that they need for their industry. So China sells, China produces yeah. the raw material or the finished product again? This is the, again, the raw material and chemicals. And where is it finished? Where, where do the pills and stuff actually come out? Who manufactures yeah, so, that? Uh, the pills could be made, some of them might be made in the US, they're made in lots of countries. So, And if you don't have those chemicals, you can't make anything. So can the US produce the chemicals? Sure we can. And I, I, I'm aware of at least uh, one or two plants that have started opening up again. Well, that's and that's good, a nice. good thing. Yeah. Good, good. So I, I found this really interesting, Rosemary, because I knew we were going to have you on the show today. And uh, yesterday, um, just it, I wasn't looking for it. It just popped up in my business news that um, the Trump administration just signed a, a a four-year contract with a company named Flow, P-H-L-O-W Corp, to manufacture generic medicines. Is that... That's a, right. That's a, that, to me, looks like a result of a lot of your advocating of this. Yeah, I've had the uh, privilege of uh, testifying before Congress and testifying before the U.S.-China Economic and Security Review Commission last summer on the national security aspects of this. And I will say that's a great breakthrough and I'm grateful to the leaders on that commission for hosting that. And then folks in the house and then the Senate have had hearings and it's a huge national security issue. And so I've been you know, sounding the alarm here and actually in China RX, I predicted this. When did China RX get published? Uh, 2018, April, two, two years ago. I said in the event of a natural disaster or a global pandemic, if China shuts the door, we'll be standing in line. So do you think the coronavirus, this epidemic, accelerated this decision to start manufacturing generic drugs here in the U.S.? Oh, absolutely, because we have so many shortages right now. Yeah. There's so many shortages of critical medicines. We've had them before, the coronavirus. And so in full disclosure, because I do what I do, they asked me to be an independent, unpaid board member of Flow, which is a public benefit corporation. And even better, they're start, they've started the process to become a B Corp, which means you have to have some social responsibility and social mission. And I, I really like that. And they're going to be producing medicines that people with coronavirus need. And they're the bread and butter medicines you need anyway to run your hospitals in normal times. You have to produce it. So let me ask you this, because one of the, one of the problems with medicine in the U.S. is it, it's so damn expensive compared to other parts of the world. Do you think this company, Flow, has that as a consideration that we're going to create oh, oh, medicines that oh, are absolutely. affordable? Yeah, Absolutely. 
This has to be fair to the taxpayers. It has to be fair to the American people. And as a part of this contract work that will happen, they're going to be uh, building an advanced manufacturing capability. And they're doing it in conjunction with the really brilliant people at Virginia Commonwealth University. And using that technology, we can make these medicines up to 40% cheaper from a more efficient process. But doesn't that kind of step on Superman's cape, Big Pharma, Merck, Pfizer, and those guys? You know, who made, those, those guys make the branded names. I, I, think, I think, well, and I didn't realize this, who makes our generic drugs? Same people. So, no, it's, so the biggest generic drug maker was Mylan, and they basically announced that we're merging our generics with Pfizer's generic arm. And they announced the opening of their global generic headquarters last year in Shanghai. And then you've got Teva and Sandoz, the other two remaining large Western generic drug makers. And last year they announced that they're dropping a huge portion of their portfolio of products that they're making. And then you go look at the FDA shortage list and you see it. Manufacturer discontinued, manufacturer no longer making it. Why? Because they can't compete with China because it's, his government subsidizes everybody. Look, you know, for full disclosure is, um, you know, my book, Fake, was banned in China because I criticized them. And so I've been doing international trade for years. But if you step on Superman's cape, which is big pharma, they're the ones producing the product at higher prices. Is that correct? Or is flow well, going to you know, undercut them? You know, Robert, where I focus my attention is on the generic drugs. We come back, we've been going more into this problem called drugs, fake drugs, and fake pharma. We'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash dellemc. Hi, this is Kim. Robert just left the studio, so I want to make a little confession. I went to one of those sites, you know, the ones where you tell them all about you and they match you up to your perfect dream. And no, 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 I don't mean a dating site. It's not a dating site. It's a dream site, sort of. Let me explain. You see, sleep is very important. It's actually one of the most important pieces to losing weight, being fit, and longevity. But it's also important because it's when your mind resets and dreams. And dreams are such an important part of all areas of life. Dreams are where you get to communicate openly with your subconscious. And now I dream and I found the solution. I found the dream site, it's called Helix Sleep. And Helix really does care about you. Helix doesn't make just the world's greatest beds, they make them to fit you like a custom-made personalized glove. They determine how you sleep. For me, I sleep on my back. They ask about your body type to determine the perfect mattress. They ask all about your sleep preferences and then voila, the perfect mattress is introduced to you. The mattress that took into account all your needs, desires, quirks and style and formulated the perfect design just for you. All you have to do is take the Helix quiz. It only takes about two minutes, but it could change your life. 
So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, you can add on sheets and pillows or whatever else you need for your bed, and then the mattress comes right to your door rolled up in a box. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash richdad, take the two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Oh, and don't forget, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash richdad. And to make it even better, Helix gives you a 10-year warranty. So this purchase won't keep you up worrying, and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but I bet you will. Go to helixsleep.com slash richdad. And to make it even better, Helix gives you a 10-year warranty. So this purchase won't keep you up worrying. And you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. But I bet you will. Go to helixsleep.com slash richdad. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And today we're talking about the supply chain on pharmaceuticals that are manufactured in China. And our guest today is Rosemary Gibson, and she is a, she's been almost a whistleblower on this thing, warning America that our ability to produce drugs is, has disappeared and has shifted overseas to China and India. So once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on Android, YouTube, and iTunes, and leave us a comment. And also, all of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them because we're only an education company. We don't sell drugs, gold, silver, or stocks. But since we're an education company, we believe in repetition. So if you listen to this program one more time, you'll pick up twice as much. But most importantly, have your friends, family, and business associates listen to this and discuss this because this is a very important subject. It's really supply chain economics. So uh, Rosemary Gibson's also the author of the book China RX, Exposing the Risks of America's Dependence on China for Medicine. And again, I'm going to say I, this is news for me. I haven't been following this and not aware that we in the U.S. do not manufacture our own generic drugs. Um, we're, we're highly dependent on China and India, um, and that's what Rosemary is, is getting at. Um, so, so America is short of critical needed yeah, they, you know, I mean, not just not just drugs, but you know, hospital equipment and all this, because China does absolutely. all the manufacturing. Yeah. Well, you know what they do control? It's not so much the finished drugs; it's the the chemicals to make them. I understand. And the raw materials. Yeah. Just to clarify for your listeners who are just joining. And so we kind of left off. I just want to clarify the question about big pharma. So, do we know? Do we know? Um, is big pharma their all their private labels? Do we know where those drugs are being manufactured? I don't know about the private labeling. Okay. I haven't studied Pfizer that. And, and, it's yeah. also, those are contracts that are, um, frankly, private contracts between companies. I'm sure there's prohibitions to disclose, you know, what's being made and where they're being made. Yeah. Uh, yep. Rosemary, in, in, in my it. world, it's called branding. You know, the, somebody else manufactures, but it's branded as XYZ companies. Like Rich Dad used to manufacture our products in China. We all since have move product on shore, mm -hmm. but it was still manufactured in China and we still made a lion's share of the money. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't aware also that even our aspirin, vitamin C, all of that is not manufactured here. 
That's right. We can't make it. And the medicines to care for people with coronavirus, you know, where those raw materials come from and chemicals. So I, I was sitting around with a, a group of pharmaceutical engineers and chemists, and they've been in these manufacturing plants, branded usually manufacturing plants for years and years and years. They have like more than 150 years experience. And I said, so if you have to go make that tomorrow, uh, where are you going to go get those starting materials? Those They call them key starting materials. And they said, well, 90% of it's sourced in China. And these are things we need to treat coronavirus patients. And you're right, Robert, I've given talks to hospitals and I said, and you know, there's been some bad medicines coming from lots of places around the world. I says, why do you tolerate the companies that sell you, that go out or the distributors that sell you these products that are substandard? What do and they it's say? Because they want to, they want to buy cheapest so they can make the most money on the margin. Right. Well, that's like blaming right. Walmart right. for keeping Walmart shoppers happy. Well, here's this was an interesting factoid from a pharmaceutical manufacturer. He said, "Let's take a 90-day supply of a common blood pressure medicine. Some of your viewers and listeners may know this. It's called the Sinopril." And he was taking it. And he said, "I went to a retail pharmacy, and for this 90-day supply, it cost 157 dollars." He went to another one, it was $22.50. And he said, I know what it costs to make it, that 90-day supply, and it's $1. And I see, you know, the vitamin C cartel case where they want to, you know, they basically want to say, we want to allow cartels to operate freely in this country. There's a lot of blame to go around for this. And, and right now, you know, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is advocating to, you know, not allow, to stop this whole Buy American movement for medicines that we need to treat disease. So there's a lot of blame to go around. Why are they protesting that? Uh, that's a good question. Because they work for Big Pharma. Maybe. Same as Fauci. There you go. Maybe. There you go. Yep. Same as Fauci and those characters. Yes. Yeah, so U.S. Chamber of Commerce came out today and they have a full court press because, you know, there's a Buy American Executive Order for Department of Defense and VA. And that's simply to so we can have some manufacturing capacity left in this country. You don't want to be in a position where you can't make anything that you need to survive. Which kind of goes back to your question, Robert, on on the on Big Farmer. So what's interesting is what we were just saying in the last segment is that um, just yesterday, Trump came out and said that the, he's putting $350 million into a company called Flow Corporation to create and manufacture our own generic drugs here in America. So it will be interesting to see how it plays out from the financial point of view, because will they be able to compete and will they be able to come up with these drugs that are compete price wise against right. the generic drugs of China? Because, yes, people are Walmart choppers. They want the best price. Just to bring home the point, they're making medicines for the strategic national stockpile. Who's what, what is that? What China is, or no, Big Pharma? No, Flow. 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 So the, the strategic national stockpile is a, it's like an uh, petro oil, you know, the petroleum reserve we have. Right. Because we all re remember when, you know, there was a Middle East situation in the early seventies and there yes. were huge, you know, lines of people lining up to fill their gas tanks. Yes. Rosemary, uh, Kim and I own oil wells in America. Oh, is that right? So we understand the game of oil also. We're entrepreneurs and investors. That's great. I, you know, I, I'm just saying that, it's always self-interest out there. Like you know, how many politicians are in the pockets of big pharma? Oh, know? absolutely. You know, if you think about it, why did it take someone like me, a private citizen? And you're commended for that. Very commendable. And, and somebody, said to, somebody said to me that there'd be people out there to pay you not to do this. 
Of yeah. course. Of course. And, yeah. And this is good for people's health, our well-being. And you know, like as your business people, you know you have to diversify your supply chain. You have diversification of your portfolio, right? And it just makes sense. We don't have to make everything here, but we, you want to make enough so we're not, you know, it's like having all the world's oil or 80% of the world's oil concentrated in a single country. I mean, that's just not a smart thing to do. It is a strategic concern not to have the manufacturing plants in the States, but I'll, who, my question is, who doesn't want the plants in the United States? I think there's a lot of forces out there that have gotten together that for strictly business reasons, money and their balance sheets and their stock prices right. have found it very expedient to outsource without question. You know, in many ways, it's a good thing the coronavirus hit because we're bringing supply chains back into the States, which is necessary. You so, know, it's interesting, you know, Europe is having the same conversation because they, they've been left, you know, in 75 countries have banned exports of medicines because they don't have enough. And so the Europeans now, companies and the European commissioner having conversation on what should we be making here? And Japan has done this, is doing the same thing. And I think these are the right conversations to have. And I'm grateful that China RX has helped stimulate that because I see, you know, I, there's a lot of products out there. We've been buying our medicines, big buyers and buying them like they're buying t-shirts. Yep. These aren't t-shirts. This is something you need to survive. It's like, food. Uh, and we needed to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think this coronavirus, I'm, I'm looking for the, you know, silver lining of this coronavirus. And here's one of the silver linings. It's forcing countries to say, hey, we need to manufacture some things on our own. And, and meds are one of them. Yeah. Generic drugs are one of them. That's a fact. Absolutely right, Ken. Yeah. Agree completely. That's did, right. Did well you just said. see the, did you see the latest cover of The Economist? It no, says, what did it say? Globalization is dead. Yeah. It's yeah. over. All these countries are going back to, you know, protecting ourselves. we got to protect ourselves. And, you know, Rosemary, and, uh, President Trump and I are good friends. We've written two books together. Oh, is and, that right? Wonderful. Yes, yes. And and he's very much into nationalism, not globalism. But characters like the Clintons and Obamas and this guy Biden, they're very much globalists, and they represent American corporations that manufacture overseas because the tax laws are more favorable for an American company like Apple, like Pfizer, like all these guys to manufacture overseas, then they keep their profits overseas. That's the real game. It's more than just medicine right now. It's called capitalism on a global scale. So we're shifting back to nationalism and globalization is dead. And, and that's really kind of the message here. I agree with 100%. We've got to get our manufacturing production up here. So, but that's called nationalism in my in my And also big the picture. politicians helped the capitalists to pave the way to go to cheaper places. So it's, we have a lot of actors that have come together to make this happen on both sides of the aisle. And I, you know, I hope other companies, I've been contacted by a couple other companies that say, well, gee, what can I make here in the US? Good. I just saw someone put out on Twitter that they're gonna open up a, you know, a, a capability, reopen a plant that had been closed. that was making some really important chemicals that we need to, for our medicine production. Excellent. So I, I'm excited about yeah other possibilities. Um, and I hope this is the first salvo out there that inspires people. And you're right, Kim, you know, with the whole coronavirus thing, we kind of, we found ourselves, you know, standing naked. 
Thank you, Rosemary. And you're the author of the book China Rx, Exposing the Risks of America's Dependence on China for Medicine. Thank you for your work, Rosemary, and being such an advocate. Rosemary, thank you. We'll be right back with the next half of the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back, Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Today it's about nationalism versus globalism and generic drugs and all the other stuff. Listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes, Android, or YouTube. And please leave a comment or whenever, whatever you want to say whenever you listen. All of our programs are archived at richdadradio.com. We archive them because we're an education company. You listen to this program a second time, you'll pick up even more. And this is a very important program because I think you may better understand the global supply chain economy and other things like brands and who signs the check and stuff like this. It's this is an important subject. And remember that Trump is a nationalist, whereas Obama, Biden, and his other characters are globalists. And that's a very big difference in mindset. And that's that's really the biggest debate of all right now. So I gotta thank Rosemary Gibson for being a whistleblower and, and warning us about the problem with not having the manufacturing facilities over here. Comments, Kim? Um, yeah, I think one of the distinctions, we were just talking about it earlier, uh, one of the distinctions is that what, what Rosemary's talking about with China RX is that these are generic drugs. These are not private labeled branded drugs that you see on TV ads all over the place that charge a fortune for and one made in China. pill. And they may be made in China. We don't, we don't know that, but they may be. Um, but I think that's the, the main point is that we're talking about generic drugs. And a lot of people go, we were talking about people going to Mexico. People go to Canada to get their drugs because they're generic and they're cheaper. Never forget the people that order those drugs might be Pfizer, American, those other characters who mark the prices up private label. Also remember this, that these these big generic companies have caused the biggest epidemic of drug overdosing, opioids, and other fake drugs, I mean, uh, hallucinogenic drugs. That's big pharma. Mm-hmm. Those are the same guys. So that, that might be a different Those are the same show. guys that, that take people off YouTube and uh, Facebook and all that because you don't mess with big pharma. So we may need to do a, another show on big pharma. Thank you for listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show and trust you learned something. Bye. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.